who can work for you, you know, what their skill sets can attribute to what you're creating and so on and so forth. So it's 3.30. I see Chris also joined us as well as Montclair. So we'll just kick off the Canada Africa Presents Higher Learning, where we're going to be speaking about everything from tinctures that can balance out your day, that have a high potency of CBD and are able to clear your mind, remove anxiety, but have no psychoactive impact to flour that, you know, you mix certain THC strains with CBD strains. Um, and now you're able to have a very studious, uh, focused, but relaxed um, aura for a couple of hours while you're attempting to retain information. So I'll pass it off to say, hey, Chris, what's up? You want to say hey to the Yeah, what up? How's everybody doing? Good, good. How are you? Hey, Kobe Simple, I see you. What's up, Malobi? Hey, yeah. there's Malobi. Yeah. Uh, what's up, guys? What's going on, buddy? How you doing? I'm great. Very great to be here. Yeah, we got Nigeria in the house. Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, PE, can you just touch on what we're talking about again today? Higher learning? Yeah. So, you know, what we want to talk about are uh, the different cannabis products that can enhance um, your performance, reduce anxiety, um, help you focus in so it can be tinctures, it can be um, capsules, it could be teas, it could be um, a number of things, flower strains. But in addition to that, how the room actually kicked off today, which was very organic, is we were speaking about sourcing. And so a part of higher learning, i.e. learning things in the cannabis industry, which was what the play on words was supposed to be today, um, we were speaking about how to identify the right sources for you and that, that how they impact your your understanding of industry, your understanding of engagement, your understanding of what type of products you should be making, shouldn't be making. And so before you joined in, um, the ladies were actually all speaking about that. And we were laughing about how like it can go easily from products uh, to actually so many other areas of the industry very fast when you're connecting on information and sharing. Okay. Yeah, uh, right now that's mimosa for me. Uh, I got a lovely strain of mimosa right now that I've been smoking on. And, uh, it's giving me a sativa effect that allows me to be energetic um, without trippy. And uh, it's able to help me kind of dial in on some things sometimes. Like, you know, it makes you want to clean your whole house with a toothbrush type thing. And, um, and so from a flower standpoint, um, my sativas are... are or what I lean on. Who else like, you know, Perfect. draws on the same exactly. thing? From a, yeah, who, that's who else, exactly. who else? 
Yeah. Who else? Who else from a flower standpoint? Uh, what what strains are helping people zone in if they want to have focus? Kind of hard to know the strain when you get in your weed from the street. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You, you were talking about supply, though, right? So, me typically, I don't fuck with the street unless it's 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 you have a grower direct relationship. So all my relationships are grower directs. So they're you know strain hunting, they're genetic hunting, they're they're they're, they're cuttings, seed, what have you, and. Uh, it's always the whole life cycle of the plant. So I know exactly what's coming down the pipeline, when it's coming, what's inside of it. That's amazing. And that's the advantage of like living in a legal state. Like you can do stuff like that. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, DC is I would counter that though. Because I can get you qualified recreation or medical marijuana anywhere I drop down in the world. I think it's about knowing the language, knowing what you're looking for. I know very clearly if I'm looking for sativa. I'm looking for a certain type. I like a flowery. I do not like a small grain. I'm very picky about it. You know what I mean? And so wherever I am in the world, I'm going to find that. And so it, it, it's just more about that the world is changing in the traditional channels. You may have felt safe in engaging in marijuana are different now because there are legal avenues. You also have other alternative resources to also dive into as well. I would say that as a woman in it too. Uh, but kind of, yeah. But I mean, like if you're in North Carolina, for example, or if you're in Arkansas or something like that, for the most part, because of the legality situation, a lot of the stuff is pushed underground. So you're Carolina not going to get the weed. So you can also get a local. Mm, kind of. Yeah, but when you like go see the the weed man, he doesn't even know what strand he's selling. All they're doing down south but she's is not like lying. smelling she's not it, lying. and if it <laughs> smells strong and it looks good, they will. They will. It's. Mess with I'm not. It. I'm not gonna hold you. I've experienced specifically in Eastern Carolina, like it's a, it's it's crazy in other parts, but specifically in Eastern Carolina, where the guy will say, "I don't know if it's sativa or indica, but I know it's bomb." And they're dead ass serious. And they mean it. Like they never learn. They don't know. They can't tell you. So I get you, Maya. I get you. Yeah, Maya, it's all it's all your plugs, you know, it's all it's all the relationships. Um I'm I'm like I'm talking to my, my people right now who are telling me, you know, it's a whole world economy. You know, this is this is this is a commodity that's been commoditized. There's no there's no there's no there's no mystery or why pretty much Triple A is going to be the same price whether you're in Johannesburg, whether you're in Amsterdam, whether you're in LA, for the most part, you know. And greenhouse is going to be greenhouse, and all the price points are pretty much dialed in, and you know, pretty much fluctuate with market conditions depending on where you are on this planet. But it, it, it's the same cycle. So right now, everything is getting bought up. All the big boys are buying everything up, and then in about 30 to 45 days, there's going to be another drought, and prices will go up. And they purposely do this before the harvest in you know, October. And it's a cycle, you know? And so, you know, I think where the industry's going right now is, it's just a lot of shit out here. My, my people in Cali are hurting because everyone's not running in California to get weed anymore because it's becoming decentralized. 
they're pushing in Colorado, they're pushing in uh, Illinois now, uh, Michigan, you know, and the economy is becoming more localized in that regard. There's a lot of weed out in the streets. And I think the industry is going to move into people becoming and wanting to dial into certain things. So if I tell you I have Mimosa or OG or GG number one or GG number four or this, you know damn well that it is that, right? Per the genetics, it's going to smell the way it's supposed to smell, taste the way it's supposed to taste so that you can get the high that you want. If you want to be in the couch, knocked out, zombied out, which is where a lot of people want, or do you want to be like floating in the, in the stars and want to clean your whole house with a toothbrush? Um, and be focused, you know, write, write a master paper, you know, on the sativas, on some of the sativa heavy, you know, hybrids. So it's really about that at the connoisseur level, right? Or you just want to get high. What about you, Conrad? What's your uh, stream for focus or laid back uh, information, retention, any type of stream that utilized for a certain purpose or product. Yeah, how, hey guys, how's it going? Good evening. It's, it's, it's like 20 to 10, 20 to 10 in South Africa. So greetings everyone in the Austin in the States. Um, I always enjoyed um, something that could make me a bit more proactive. You know, there's always those chill ones, but I've always been, always utilizing cannabis to stimulate and grow. Uh, you know, from varsity days to where we are now. And, and the cool thing that I love about what's happening on in the industry and the world, because it's also legalized in South Africa, is it's people coming out of the private and starting to share the positives. I think it's been too long for doom and gloom. And the positive thing is the access to information across the entire planet. Like you can learn about different strains or different ways people are growing them from commercial to in their home levels. And... In the business space, like Chris was saying, you know, things are getting more decentralized because people are understanding the fundamentals. And I think, you know, in the next few years, it'll be great to see where things are at. Most importantly, it's great to see people shifting from traditional medicine and to start getting back to the original form, which is the herbs and the organics. What do you guys think? Comrade, I absolutely agree with you. Just for myself in particular, that's why I chose to take this approach um, and forgive me, I'm a Christian by nature, but I'm a firm believer God put everything we needed here on the earth for us to heal ourselves. It's just up to us to do our research. And we had gotten away from doing our own research that we allow big pharma to tell us, oh, this works, that works, where what we need is actually already extracted here. Um, and that's a big thing for me. So I don't want more of a psychedelic or comatosis feeling. It's just more so knowing that I'm healing my body and I don't have to worry about any bad reactions to anything or consuming something that's going to require me if I'm having an ailment to take another medicine because I developed something else from a reaction in that one. Yeah, amen. Amen. <laughs> that's awesome. Anyone else, Chris? What do you have to say, bud? How's it going? That's, that's interesting, unique. You know, you like to have a... Hi, hello. I'm curious as to your, your strain, unique, that, that, that works with you the best to, to dial in. So I haven't been consuming right now. Um, I'm in the finance industry, and I just transitioned 
through jobs. So I had to like quit cold turkey. <laughs> you know, it'd be, you know, you know, it'd be cool. It comes to that. It comes to mind if there is something out there or something we can maybe create is is like an infographic chart to say people like you know what are you feeling, what are you doing, and what different types of strains can be possible. I know Indica and Sativa, but I think we can deep dive into the subcategories of those main categories. You know, right. Just articulate it and educate people along the way. Hey, everyone. Hi, welcome. How you doing? I saw the room because I saw Chris. It's been a long time. How you been? Uh, good, good. This what's is Mariana from Potluck Crew. Oh, what's up? How you doing? <laughs> last, last time me and you talked, I was shit. I was I was rolling. Yo, we through. were driving to Durban. Yes, what's yes, up, Mariana? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were we were rolling from Joburg down to Durban. So nice to hear from you. We've been I've been checking you out though. Yo, Paula Cruz lit. We love it. I've been following too. Thank you. Thank. You. I just want to put a warning out there. Um, because Clubhouse unfortunately is giving me following, so you're gonna have random people popping up in the room. Only fuck off. Yeah, like this person is a troll. So this is what we do. We report for disrupting the stage. Really and nice. He's out of here. Sex. Hello. The person that was talking was a troll, right? I just moved yeah. Up. Got you. Yeah, and I reported him for disrupting the stage. Thank you for that. Yeah, this is maybe our third clubhouse, so we've had some very interesting conversations from bringing a product to market um, to uh, cannabis stigmas. This week is really about speaking to um, what is going on in how we are assessing products and how they can impact our flow uh, from flower strains to tinctures to salves to capsules to vitamins um, to leaves that we can strain as teas. You know, what is impacting our higher learning, our higher adaptation? Um, but additionally, what we found in the beginning of the room is there's just a connectivity in cannabis that allows you to continually be educated on what's out there, what's new, um, and what you may be missing out on that is also congruent to higher learning. So I just wanted to speak on that double entendre and encourage people to either speak from a product perspective, um, what they utilize in order to impact their day, or if they simply have a question on sourcing, you know, I'm looking for this type of product that can help me to feel this way. This is a safe space for that as well. Gotcha, gotcha. Hi, what's up going on? I'm not all about Hello. 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 Hi. Hello. I, I, I. What's up, man? Yeah, P. Like I said, don't bring everybody up if you don't feel like it. I'm you bad. Know. 
Yeah, move them down. So, like, always check their profile. This is just Clubhouse thing. Always check people's profile. Other folks just join the app and they don't. They don't really don't know, so they just coming into rooms, just raising their hands eagerly. Got it. Okay. Well, we can just continue on the conversation with everybody else that's in here. So, does anyone else want to speak to cannabis strains and or cannabis products um, that they're looking to source in order to enhance their own product development or days as well? Is is anyone um on on here like interested in uh, like land race strains um, from different parts of Africa? Uh, I know there's a gentleman uh, Goitsi who's got the uh, you know the, the 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 cannabis company in in South Africa, um, and he says you know he he works a lot with you know land raced indigenous African strains. Don't know if any of you guys are interested in that. Oh, I know Goitsi. He's a cool guy. He also he also works with GovChat. He's, he's got some dope stuff. Call that. So I guess I'm the only one that's not in Africa, and I wish I was. But um, no, I same you. here. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was like, like oh, Africa. <laughs> Um, Potluck Crew, um, we started testing out um, our different um, kitchen products, aka our butters or um, for drinks. Um, as far as like sourcing it, I think Megan is the one who's like pretty much looking for different stuff. We're, we're, we're in Vegas, so pretty much we try to get like a, a hybrid strain or um, something that's reasonably priced so we could make different butters. Um, tincture wise, uh, same, same thing. I think a hybrid version. So we could, um, make our alcoholic tinctures for folks who like to put it in everywhere. Are you sourcing or are you doing Shay? I didn't hear the last part, Chris. Shea butter. Oh, actually, butter, butter, like you can put on your toast, cook. Edible, okay, edible butter. Okay. Edible up butter, yeah. Marina, we have to um swap information. So my sister is about to turn forty-five, and we're gonna do a trip to Vegas, but she wants like an experience. So I oh, to my dispensary. <laughs> okay. Um, when are you guys coming out here? Um, I'll definitely follow you up. Outside of this, I just wanted to make you aware. So when I reach out, you're not like, who is this random stranger? Gotcha. Actually, I'm going to be out there for a conference. There's a, a, a end of uh, August. So I'm going to come check you out too. Yeah, I'll be back home because I'm going to New York in like three weeks. Okay, awesome. So as we are here, we are talking about products that enhance your experiences, uh, certain things people may not know um, as far as what's the difference between CBD products, Delta-8 and THC, um, vape pens, tinctures versus uh, 
um, uh, steaming your leaves, your flower. Uh, so if anyone wants to jump in and just kind of talk about the impact of those products or their experiences with those products, that would be great in speaking on how different cannabis related products can impact your day. Um, so more so for vaping over actually rolling, um, I know that's my preference and people always laugh and say like, that's the bougie side of me. But when I did my research, actually realizing that, you know, through vaporizing your leaf, you're actually getting more, I believe it was like an 80% percentage ratio as opposed to like when you're rolling and burning it where you're only getting about 45 to 50%. Um, and I find for me that that actually helps expand or keep the quantities that I have when I'm purchasing. So I'm not like running through, say two ounces quickly. Like it takes time for me to go through it um, when I'm vaporizing. Even when, before I used to go to work, like I may only need to take like one or two totes of my vaporizer and I'm good. And it lasts me throughout the day. Yeah, vaping is, um definitely a thing fell off a little bit but it's, it's definitely a thing Sydney you quiet no I'm here I'm just listening you know what I'm saying I'm listening to uh, this uh, these conversations as well smoking THC because obviously I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a big uh, smoker of uh, THC for reasons why I used to be, you know what I'm saying? I used to, I'm like, I was a stoner for a good 15 years of my oh, life. Oh yeah, it was any cannabis. So it can be hemp-based, it can be CBG, CBN, CBZ, talking about the different cannabinoids. I, I know we you weren't able to hear the beginning, but when I said cannabis this time, I meant the spectrum, not just THC. Yeah, products. no, no, I heard, no I, heard, I heard everything you're saying, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Definitely heard everything you're saying, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm not a... Uh, I'm just not, I, I can't partake in uh, in smoking of uh, anything because of uh, other for other reasons <laughs> that I care not to discuss right now. <laughs> um, it does something to my uh, my psychological equilibrium. Um, so um, yeah, I choose after a couple of episodes of um, of uh, using of smoking different things, uh, I had to decide against it. Um, yeah, but do you ever do tinctures or capsules? No, no, I can't. I'm like, I've, I've, I've taken the capsules a couple of times. Chris has given me some of the capsules, some of the hemp wellness capsules. Um, and I've taken, I've taken some of those, but I've also taken some capsules where I've had, a, I've had, um, uh, I've noticed that uh, they didn't remediate all the THC out of, and it kind of got me caught up into a whirlwind of, uh, whirlwind of trouble. That's, that's nothing to, uh, uh, uh downgrade the products and everything like that that's just something that personally i deal with um i put myself into a state of high a long time ago um <laughs> where i didn't come down for about three four days um and after that i just had a different uh, had a different effect on me um uh these uh these cannabinoids but yeah i'm like i definitely use it for topicals I use uh, I use uh, I use the topical stuff, but ingesting it, yeah, it definitely has a, a weird effect on me. 
Yeah. So I'm just like listening to, I like to listen to, um, but you're talking to a person that was a stoner for 15 years, you know what I'm saying? I smoked every day, all day. Um, you know, it was one of those things where I had to have, you know, I was probably, you know what I'm saying? I, I, that actually was my downfall of, of, of weed dealing in college is because um, my smoking habits were very, very high. I think I smoked a, me and my boy smoked a pound together over Christmas break because we both of us did my man Mitch, we didn't go home. We didn't go home from Christmas break. And we just stayed in my in my in my crib and went through a whole pound of weed. Me and him. Over for, for yeah, over for a period of about three weeks. I used to love it. But I used to love topicals it play a part. Topicals, I love topicals. Topicals healed my hey man, topicals the the Hempley Wellness C B D capsule mixed with um Chris, what's the darker what's the darker colored one? Is that curcumin? Mm, or the or the melatonin. No, it's curcumin. Oh, the curcumin, that, yeah. That mm. healed my toe. So I I'm like I've been dealing with uh, you know what I'm saying, a bugged out toe, you know what I'm saying, for a while. Um because of sports and it just got kept getting worse. You, you brought worse. up the toe this week. It's gonna be an ongoing Canada Africa Clubhouse thing now. I definitely <laughs> was about to say, Oh, it's you with the toe. Yo, the toe. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, yo. Yo, and I and I have to spread this because, you know, like 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 this shit changed like you're talking about ten years of, of a bad toe. <laughs> like like no joke. And I have a brand new toe now. And it's and it's specifically it's it's specifically because of that curcumin that that what's the name that and I and I told Chris when I was with Chris in Cape Town I said yo I'm about to try this this what's the name this uh this uh uh, uh on my toe because then my toe started to hurt you know what I'm saying it was getting bad and I said yo I'm about to put this on my toe and we're gonna find out if this is gonna heal toe fungus and guess what it did it healed it it broke basically it uh. It it, it 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 basically allowed the old toe with the fungus to come off and then a new toe and then a new toenail to grow. Which you're not gonna fix. I'm like, if you if you have a really severe case of toe fungus, you're not gonna mm-hmm. fix that. That toe is not gonna come back. I don't care what you put on this. You have to actually grow a new toe. And that's what this this allows to do. It allowed basically the um the cannabinoids to eat up the connection to that toe to my to the connection to the nail to the toe and allowed me to grow a new a new, a new toe which is pretty which is pretty amazing because in in 10 years I haven't found anything whether prescribed or unprescribed that actually helped so it's pretty amazing stuff i think that's the article headline sydney Nope. I'm like seriously, yeah, like 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 I and I took and I took pictures and I took pictures just in case people thought I was you know what I'm saying gonna be lying. I took like literally I was with, we were, we were in Durban and I was like yo I'm about to take pictures of my toe now and I'm about to take pictures of my toe when it's better hopefully and yo like dead ass I mean yeah that yeah dead ass it's like night and day I grew a new toe and it took the toe off was, what time frame that was there? this was. This was uh, in a space of three months, two and a half months. In a space of two and a half months. Yeah. It's pretty unbelievable because people, 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 I'm like, 
I don't know how many uh, Facebook ads or commercials you see about clearing toe fungus. You know what I'm saying? And it's like it's like hair growth shit. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? They sell it to you and it doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? They sell it to you and it doesn't work. They got all sorts of people saying it works and it doesn't work. Well, this right here, my friends, this this uh, this uh, this CBD, the hemp leaf CBD with curcumin, work like a charm. And I have uh, I have pictures. I have the pictures to prove it. I have, like literally, I have the pictures to prove it. Like the raw pictures, not no face, not no, not no marked up pictures. Just like yo, there's a picture of my toe. And well, when were we, Chris? When were we in? Uh, when were we in? Uh, uh, in, in Durban. Mm, mm, February, Feb. February, and mm-hmm. by yeah, and by April, I started to grow a new toe. That's a that's a real testimony. Yeah, like it's just like, yeah, it's like yo, yeah. It just took it, it 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 dried up the fungus. It took that fungal toe off, and then started to grow a new toe. And it cleared up it cleared up all the fungus like in like embedded. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about ten years of having just you know what I'm saying, just fighting this shit. And just so just imagine what a toe could look like, and it just totally taking that toe off, eating up all the fungus because you know you can see it eating up the fungus because you know you know what I'm saying you know the fungus that hovers on the top. And it's inside, kind of like your your nail bed, and you see it eat up all of that, all of that's eaten up, and then you start to see a fresh new clear toe grow. Yeah. So topicals is my thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm a I'm a firm believer in, in topicals and uh, and what they can do for you when you have the right topicals, because you know what I'm saying you have some you have some brands that. Are putting very low dosages of 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 of, of cannabinoids in them that are really not doing anything for you. Um, but some brands, um, including me, I'm saying I must say, Hempy Wellness, have the right amount of uh, cannabinoid uh, 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 dosages in them that really can affect that really can affect your health for the positive, and and do things that I haven't seen anything else on the market do in the past 10, 15 years. It's probably more like 15 years I've been doing it rather than 10. I've known I've had, I've had it for a while, and it's never been. I've never found anything to be able to to be able to um, to uh, remedy it. And I've used everything. You know, obviously when you have something like this, you're trying anything and everything. No one wants to walk around with a messed up toe. <laughs> Does anyone else have a, a CBD, um, THC, or any other cannabinoid-related experience of a product that you didn't know could help you? I didn't want to just dip quietly, but thank you, y'all. I hope to see y'all later. Thank you. Okay, so I'll leave. Um, There are THC tablets called ProTabs. They are made, you can easily find them in like California. They have sativa, indica, they have a CBD blend, um, as well as one other derivative, I think. And the tablets um, are just dissolvable under your, under your tongue or just chew it. Um, 25 milligrams a tablet of THC, and it's very effective. I mean, it just 
causes like a secondary layer of communication so that every time something happens, it's like you would react to it, but you have a moment before you react to it and you're looking at it like, okay, that happened. And it just helps with like anxiety, calming, um, you know, um, practical thought, things like that. So that would be a different way of consuming THC than I was used to. Um, but I definitely found it helpful uh, once I was exposed to it in Cali, uh, from, from a Cali product. Are they made with the oil? How are these tablets made? Because I find that, one thing is I find that, you know, the, the terpenes are really which, uh, the terpenes are the things that differentiate sativa from indica. Um, when you actually process just the THC oil that, um, that a lot of these products are made from, they're nor indica nor sativa. It, because it's the actual other compounds in the plant that, that are active, you get, right? That, so that's active, the part of that, higher that get, learning that, is that knowing you, what you're actually consuming, <laughs> right? And that, that give you the effects of a sativa or indica. It's, you know, what I'm saying, you know, it's, you have you have THC, but you also have the other compounds that give you the effect. So a lot of people think that you know, what I'm saying a lot of you know, you have you have pens that go out, right? These, these vape pens. And they'll have um, these, uh, what do you call these, uh, artificial, um, these, well, artificial are, are, are natural, but not natural uh, cannabis terpenes, but natural terpenes, but not natural cannabis terpenes. You know what I'm saying? So natural terpenes are terpenes from like lemons and different fruits. They are natural, but they're not natural cannabis terpenes. They're going to give you an effect, but these are not the effects that are the same effects that will give you the effects of the indica that differentiate an indica from a sativa. Um, it's an entourage effect of compounds in the plant. You know what I'm saying? When the plant grows, that when you smoke the flower, this indica is going to, you know what I'm saying, suppress the system and make you tired. When you smoke the flower of a sativa, it's going to give you energy. It's going to, you know what I'm saying, it's going to lift you up. These are the other compounds that are interacting with the, the THC. Now, when you separate the THC oil and isolate the THC oil, you're not you're neither getting an indica or a sativa, even though it's coming from an indica and sativa plant. You know what I'm saying? It's just an isolated compound. If that makes sense to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it does. They said. Um, Someone's looking for uh, fan leaves. Um, fan leaves for juicing, for juicing, right? Uh, yeah, I don't, probably. About yeah, fan leaves for juicing. A lot of uh, a lot of cancer patients use um, use the fan leaves for juicing. Um, one thing about fan leaves, you have to be very careful of where you get them from, because a lot of people spray their, you know, what I'm saying, spray their stuff for different pesticides with pesticides and stuff like that. And spray their you know plants for different bugs and stuff like that. If they have if they have pests or if they have like PM, so you got to be very careful where you get your your fan leaves from, because you can be getting some bad stuff with those fan leaves. Because obviously, depending on who's growing it, if they had some issues in their in their garden, if they spray if they spray with chemicals, if they spray with 
different things to uh, to neutralize certain pests and things like that. Um, um, you should be very careful what you get your, where you get your families from. Yeah, I just WhatsApp it to you, man. This is company out of uh, out of uh, Nevada who's sourcing it. They're trying to pay like thirty five bucks a, a pound for families. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're probably. I know what they're doing. They're gonna be juicing it. Yeah, they're gonna be juicing it. Yeah, yeah. A lot of cancer patients use the juice of uh, of families. It's a very big thing in with cancer patients is juicing families. But yeah, I got the information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they 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 they're trying to go ongoing daily, thirty pounds a day. Thirty pounds a day. Yeah, I got thirty pounds for them right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Now the corny ass laugh, right? <laughs> Insider information, inside jokes. But yeah, I got some for him right now. And come pick it up. Yeah, I mean, they could be hemp families or you know, what I'm saying marijuana families, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I sent it to you. Yeah, I got it. Yep, I got it. And guys, but you know what I'm saying? This is, and this is, this, I'm like, you know, what, what Chris is, you know, just did to, for me. This is, this is the forum we can do that. You know what I'm saying? Feel free. Feel free to talk to people about, you know what I'm saying? If you got something going on, if you need something, you know, I think, I think, you know, it's a very good example of, um, of, uh, what can, what can happen in these rooms, you know, you know, be, be bold. You know what I'm saying? You know, Hey, you know what I'm saying? So-and-so Conrad, you got this, you know what I'm saying? You know anything about this? Let me give you a shout. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, be bold. Be bold enough to, you know what I'm saying, to ask what you want and uh, and get information that you need out of these forums and through direct people. I think that's very important about this, you know, about these ecosystems, that people start interacting and doing things with each other and making moves, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, it's a new new market economy, man. you got to take action. There's no need to wait for formal things. Things can blow up just on a clubhouse group, just like this one. So Yeah, right. And, and, and trust me, you know what I'm saying, you know, this, you know, we're we're starting off with a few members, but this is about to start start expanding uh, uh, uh very rapidly. We got some uh we got some very, very huge topics coming up with some very, very uh uh some 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 great moderators and we're gonna bring on some great uh some great participants, you know what I'm saying? In terms of some big companies that are going to be uh, uh, participants in these rooms, to give uh, to give uh, everyone some good information. So, so we, you know, we're just kind of you know, this is the beginning, and we're really trying to, you know, what I'm saying, you know, uh, 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 get everything kind of locked and locked and loaded, so everything is kind of seamless in, in terms of how we run how we run the room. But yeah, just this summer is going to be uh, it's going to be very vast in terms of the participation. That's going to be on in these rooms, and we're going to get some great moderators that have uh, that have some great outreach. We're going to get some great companies that have great outreach, and this is uh, this is worldwide. So you know, we're going to have people from all over the world in these rooms, uh, giving giving our people some very good information and and allowing our people some very very great connections, which is the purpose of this uh, of this ecosystem. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's going to turn up a whole whole lot. I mean, it is the purpose of this uh, ecosystem to to be exchanging ideas and information. I'm looking right over here. The dank Duchess, and she got some 
solventless hash consultant. Talk to us about that. Um, hi everyone. I am the Dank Duchess. I was actually in uh, suggested to come to this room by Malobi. He, I had uh, reached out to him some months ago, talking about cannabis in in Africa and in the Caribbean. I am a hash maker and cannabis cultivator, public speaker, and writer based out of Oakland, California. I am really, really interested in pushing solventless concentrates, whether it's stemming from um, hemp or for cannabis, you know, THC heavy cannabis in places like South Africa where it's available. And so I was just really interested in coming in on the conversation and um, just listening, you know, just listening to what already is being done. I'm always interested in meeting pioneers in the space. I know that all the countries of Africa do not they're not as progressive as yet, but it's really a ball that's rolling down the hill no matter what and rolling across uh, the world. So I'm really pleased to be here and I'm really pleased to see that there are people, of course, um, all over the world who are seeing that cannabis is the, the way and the change. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely, thanks for joining. I mean, <laughs> Oakland got some powerful weed, man. I mean, some of the most powerful granddaddy I've ever smoked is up, up in the Bay, so much respect um to the bay you know um and um and we're talking about higher learning and you know how the effects of you know cannabis products have um on your functionality um whether you're talking about smoking edible etc cetera, etc cetera. and you you had a perfect uh, segue into the hash conversation because i don't think a lot of cannabis marijuana people really know about hash the way they should. Um, the first time I smoked hash was in Amsterdam back in the probably early 2000s. And um, it's a very, 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 I would say clean, pure, high, cerebral, extremely cerebral, especially the, the browns. Um, and they just have some super good hash. And you just have like a, a, a level of clarity, I think, with hash. Um, you know, when you smoke it with the tobacco or just when you smoke it with tobacco as opposed to rolling it with um, other flour, you know. So um, it's just real interesting that you're involved in that. And I think we all like to listen a little bit more about why, you know, what's the difference between solventless and with solvents and why you have that type of focus. Um, okay, well, there are three categories, solvent, solventless, and solvent-free. Solvent, so when we're talking about um, concentrates, uh, and we're talking about hash, essentially, hash is the collection of the trichrome heads from the plant matter. So you touch the flower, you squeeze it, it's kind of sticky. That sticky stuff is resin, and resin is just the collective name of uh, trichrome. So solvent, the way solvent uh creates its own type of hash. And when we're talking about solvent, we're talking about BHO, which is butane hash oil, PHO, propane, even limonene can be used as a solvent. Um, these are chemicals that are introduced to the plant matter and then through processes of off-gassing, then the uh, basically the chemicals are evaporated off. And the value of the solvent is based on how clean you can evaporate it all off. After you've made BHO or some sort of solvent-based product, you can refine it to a degree such that there are, 
there are no terpenes at all and it's really just down to its THC and that's I mean, that's not always the situation. That's going to be distillate, which falls under solvent-free. CO2 also falls under solvent-free. And that concept is it's starting with the solvent, but by the end of its process, there's no solvent. It's uh, been testing its zero ppm in um, with regard to that chemical. Solventless, on the other hand, there are four different types of solventless. There's charas, which is the oldest type of concentrate, which is the practice of uh, walking up to a plant and using very gentle rubbing to be able to get the resin off of the plant and onto one's hands. It's not like attacking it by any means, but really, really soft. It takes a very long time to be able to make one or two grams of high quality charas. So that was started in um, India area. Then you have dry sift, which is uh, the concept of making concentrates without using anything but a mechanical, um, a mechanical approach, usually by beating, the material under under a set of screens or meshes that uh, separates the trichomes in terms of their size. Keeping in mind that same thing, bubble hash or ice water hash extraction, as, as it's called by most people, is using ice and water to in agitation to knock the trichomes off, like literally snap the trichomes off of the cannabis, which is then dried, the resin is dried in a variety of ways and then presented as hash. And then the newest um, variety of solventless is rosin, whether it's going to be flower rosin, which is the idea of putting material into mesh bags and then using heat and pressure to get the oil out, or hash rosin, which takes bubble hash and uh, dry sift and then does the same type of process. Water is a solvent. I mean, that's the big thing that comes up all the time. People are like, oh, ice water. Water is a solvent, but in the ice water hash making, it is not used as a solvent. It's used as a carrier. And yes, there is a little bit of uh, dissolving, but not near, you know, it's, it's fairly negligible. The reason I am a solventless hash maker um, is because the person who was my mentor, you know, when I came over here to California, I've been a grower for 18 years, but when I came over here to California seven years ago, I was here to just do media and, and really get my hands on as much dad as possible and grow as much weed as possible. And I ended up running into the OG, triple OG of hash making right now, who's Frenchie Cannoli. I was his first student. He was my mentor protege. And um, he taught me how to make hash. And solventless dovetails into this idea that our cannabis consumption should be of the highest quality possible. So the solvent market is actually taking a super dive over here in places like Oklahoma where you're, you know, you wouldn't think that they're all thinking about their health. But solvent is just not where it's at anymore because you are really dependent on the quality of the of the hash maker to get rid of chemicals when you can get the same or if even better high um, an experience from having something solventless. And the truth of the matter is that right now, I, and it's probably gonna, it's not gonna be an upward trend, but uh, solventless is the headiness of the game. So therefore everyone, even solvent-based companies are trying to move to solventless because it is what is in fashion and it's healthier for you, it's healthier for the environment and such and so forth. Wow, bubble hash. <clears throat> I had some. I had some of that a little while ago. <clears throat> it was real sticky too. I preferred drier, so um, you can smoke it. 
um, and crumble it. But it is a super cerebral high. Um, we would love to do an article about you and what you're doing on kind of and uh, published on CanadaAfrica.com. So um, please, you know, shoot me your details. Well, you know, uh, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on my website. I'm the Dank Betches. I'm pretty easy to find everywhere. Um, I'm always open. You know, to me, education is the, is, is the name of the game. We all have this opportunity. Each one of us has a spark within us that can spark somebody else. And, you know, I came to this game literally to grow more weed, learn more about stuff. And uh, through writing for various magazines, Weed World, Stunt Magazine, writing for Ed Rosenthal and such like that, I've had the opportunity to not only meet people from all around the world and travel having to do with cannabis, but recognize and recognize early that there's, you know, unlimited resources in Africa that, let's just be honest, will be exploited if not approached in the right way. And I'm, I, my big thing, my real big thing, is the fact that Canada, everyone thinks Canada is so full of all kinds of nice people. I'm going to tell you, in the cannabis game, cannabis, Canada is like the devil. And the way their approach is in the Caribbean and they're going to approach in Africa is this idea that they will bring money that will bail governments out if they make these exclusive deals with Canadian companies. You know what I mean? So don't be super excited about Canopy looking in on your stuff or Aurora, anything like that, because they're literally coming to shovel and take away and leave Africa barren. With that being said, again, we are able to educate ourselves in many different ways. So the average person does have the access to YouTube, but maybe they're not going to go through the whole thing of learning how to become a hash maker via YouTube. Okay, well, what I my plan is I have done whatever I need to do here in the United States. I'm right here in a lab, you know, doing R&D, having a good time with that. But at the same time, I'm here to, like, give away information give away information. I'm like hardly on Clubhouse anymore because Clubhouse is full of a whole bunch of talking heads. People who during the pandemic found that they could be a authority of some sort, but thankful, thankfully the world's opening up and you will see the people who are really going to be in the trenches. The people who are not going to be looking only at their bottom line and they're going to be looking, they're going to be flying the pride flag because they believe in that. They're going to be talking about Black Lives Matter because they believe in that. They'll be talking about Stop Asian Hate because they really believe in that. And a lot of the cannabis companies you will find really don't care about that. It comes down to the bottom line. So how do we do an end run about that? Education. And so if we can give away education and like give clout to companies, give clout with just the fact that who taught you? Pedigree does matter. Just like going to Harvard matters. Who was the cultivator that came and gave you genetics? Who was the hash maker who brought the solvent list, the solvent, whatever to you? That matters. I'm really just trying to meet up with people who are trying to facilitate classes around the world that I can literally give away for free. I make my money on the corporate consulting game, and that's great, but we can do for ourselves. That, that's it. That, that's it. That's exactly what we're doing. That's what. That's exactly what Canada Africa's uh, mission is, right? So you, you have to have a platform, a media platform, in which to be a medium to generate this information. And so we all as individual brands can do that. We as a collective brand can do that. So in meeting in, in, in through Malobi, through meeting who's in Nigeria, you're in California, I'm sitting here in DC thinking about when I'm going back to South Africa. And so, you know, we have this type of room where it's an international room. We have some South Africans on the call right now, on in the room right now. 
and I spent a lot of time in South Africa and in the U.S. Um, pushing this exactly what, what you're talking about in terms of connecting cultures through cannabis, but allowing the world to hear about the dank duchess of the world and what you're doing and the impact because this knowledge this information has to transfer um because like yo the whole the whole game board is different in africa you know yes canopy went down there but they got their asses handed to them and they ran back you know what i'm saying so like the game is real fucked up you know what i'm saying like you said I, I know exactly what you're talking about but we gotta do this shit like in a real thoughtful way together because the culture will win a lot of this shit back you know that's why you hear the fucking um the Al Harrington's, the Jay Z's, um, you know, they're they're doing what we always do with everything. We we put our culture in the shit. The shit becomes dope as fuck. But even those motherfuckers aren't no real cannabis people, you know. To your point, you know, so it's like we have a unique opportunity to take it all back. We have to just be strategic about it because we own the culture and we have the intellect to go with it. So it's going to come back to us anyway. So that's what we're doing. Hey, the Dank Dushes. Um, I just want to thank you for speaking on it. Um, also, too, I checked out your profile. So, hey, Soror. Um, oh, but the reason, hey, um, Soror. So, hey. What's up, you mean? How are you doing? I'm good in yourself. I'm um, doing but, fantastic. Um, just speaking to that point, that viewpoint, what you're saying. So, um, and Chris, I'm here in D.C. as well. So, I'm currently a student in um, Roby business class, which basically is a business incubator for small business owners, um, where they're helping us launch our business and get it started. But the reason I'm bringing it up, the Dank Duchess, is because one of my business coaches actually moved to, excuse me if I pronounce it wrong, Namibia, in Africa. She just moved there midway through our class. And what her business is doing is essentially teaching Africans how to run their own business and train them on that because in Namibia, she said they just got emancipated um, in the 90s. So their structure and how they do things, they're not aware of that. So, um, I mean, if you want to connect, I'll share that with you. But I'm pretty sure like what you're teaching in Hash would definitely help a lot of farmers out there that's growing in regards to how to grow their business. Unique. I don't know if my iPad is being funny, but like... I definitely would love to connect. Um, and just so you know, I am run the group, AKA Soros and Cannabis. So if you're interested in meeting other Soros and Cannabis, uh, definitely, you know, I'd love to keep connecting with you. Please, cause you know, it's many of us, like even now it's to the point where like, I had to take my stuff out of my bio. <laughs> Let's just say that. Okay, well then look at this. Malobi, you've done a good thing. Now I know about Canada Africa, now I know about uh, Unique and her people. Well, I mean, I myself am always, always available for conversation and, and making actual moves because we could talk forever and ever and ever. But at the end of the day, you have to actually make those steps. Like I was going to go to Durban. I'm not quite sure if it's going to work this year, but I'm like trying to go to Durban because I really wasn't pressed about Joburg. I'm, I'm kind of a beach person and I know that like you can grow cannabis and then I just wanted to see what the scene was like. So any kind of connects to South Africa is just a big one for me. Ghana as well. So thank you. Thank you very much. No, no problem. And also too, Chris, I know like we're on the African spectrum, but just knowing that you're close to like DC, um, 
something else I've been paying attention to is like what they're doing on the national candidate national level for cannabis and um i know they're having a convention in baltimore in december even if i can't like been there i'm definitely going to participate to see you know what the other side is thinking when it comes to this especially with the decriminalization on the rise absolutely yeah please i'm i'm, I'm gonna be in south africa at that time but if, if, if i'm gonna definitely do the same thing and, and, and tune into that um and Shit, Conrad kicks it in Durban a lot. I kick it in Durban a lot. I, I had a crib there for 20 years, so um, that's one of my favorite places in the whole world. So I'll be back. <laughs> so whenever you're trying to come down to Durban, that's that's cool. Um, it's a real good vibe down there. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's a real it's a real good vibe. It's a vibe there. It's 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 just a whole. This is kind. Of, I mean, it's, it's 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 global. It's just it's just. African though, you know what I'm saying? We're all Africans, all of us really. So it's just, we need to, we need to own the narrative. Um, we need to have a piece of the narrative, I should say, around cannabis. And that's, that's kind of what inspired the name Canna Africa. You know, um, it, it all began in Africa. Lobo was talking earlier about the land races, like um, all of those sativa land races are, are from Africa. You know, the Malawi gold, the Durban poison, um, the Swazi, you know, all that shit's from down there. So, yeah, it's dope, you know. Um, Patricia and I were there, and, a, and my boy had an amazing grow about an hour south of Durban. Um, beautiful, beautiful setting, like in a valley. Uh, and, um, I forget the name of it right now. Um, but anyway, you know, definitely, definitely come down there. But yeah, we're not about talking, you know, it, we have to talk and, and strategize. Well, we have to talk and strategize and, and, and focus on how to do things. But, you know, in terms of getting the business done and, and doing it, you know, we're, we're happy to, to be a part of that as well. So, uh, 